Alright, good morning guys. I know this is kind of early for me. Uh, I'm recording this at 7.42 in the a.m. But you know what? I'm so excited to talk about today because I won. That's right. I beat Josh and it was in a really good game from my team. I think I was the second highest scorer of the week so I can't complain and no one can say anything to me except for, I think it was uh, JT, who was the only one higher than me. But uh, So that updates the keg race. So it has Peter down there in last place, first place for the keg race. He is 2-6. and six. He has 839.28 points scored. Uh, he's on a five-game losing streak. That's a little rough there. Uh, coming in second place for the keg race, it is CJ, also at 2-6, but he has 844.68 points scored. Uh, he's on a two-game losing streak, so he's only about five point some points ahead of Peter, so that is a little close race there. So we got to keep an eye on that with the next few weeks coming. Uh, then you have me. I'm still involved because I'm only three and five. I had 800 uh, and 9.84 points scored uh, so far. So technically, it is still kind of a three-headed race right here. Uh, I'm on a one-game winning streak, so that's that's pretty nice there. Uh, for the playoff race, uh, it's still JT sitting up there at seven and one. I think he has it pretty well. He has like a two-game lead on the second-place guy. So he's on a three-game winning streak. Uh, then you have... So he'd probably be going up against uh, Zach, who is 4-4. Uh, four and four. He's on a one-game winning streak. So that game right there would be kind of interesting. Uh, coming in at second place, you have uh, Eric. Eric is 5-3. Uh, and three. He's on a one-game losing streak. And... Uh, he would be going up against Josh, who is also 5-3 and three with a one-game uh, losing streak. Uh, but if I had to pick someone who probably would not be here too long, it'd probably be Eric. Eric lost Derrick Henry, and you can't really replace him. In my opinion, outside of quarterbacks, he's like the number one fantasy scorer on the year. Uh, or you could probably toss in uh, Cooper Cup, but no one can replace Henry there. So that is the updated standings. Uh, just throws a couple names out there. People we don't talk about the five, six, seven spots. Uh, you got Struss there, four and four, nine hundred eighty-four point seven eight points. He's on a two-game winning streak. He's only like two points away from uh, taking Zach's spot in the playoffs. Uh, then you have Tim. Uh, Tim's four and four. He has 938.2, so he's a little far away from there. He's on a two-game winning streak, so it's looking good for him. And then you have Todd. Uh, Todd's 4-4 four and four as well. He's on a two-game losing streak and 819.12 points. So, theoretically, Todd could potentially fall down into the keg race if I win one more. Uh, and CJ and Peter win two, and Todd, uh, he's not looking that hot this year either, so he could potentially fall down into the keg race, and it'd be kind of interesting. But uh, 
let's kick off the first matchup here. Uh, and technically, in my opinion, this is the first uh, keg bowl. It's like the first round of the keg bowl because you have me, uh, CD's nuts, going up against a little slapping kittle, which is Peter. So you have uh, eight going up against ten here. If Peter wins, then it kind of has me and him out of the keg race uh, threat-wise because uh, CJ would still be down there if he doesn't win this week. So we would have a game above him. But if I win against Peter this week, then I think that really helps me out and uh, being out of the talks of the keg race. So let's get into this matchup. Uh, I'm projected 110.88, and uh, Peter's projected 105.53. Yahoo has me favored 55%, and I'm not liking this because this is probably the first week that I went into that I had the uh, favorite from Yahoo, so I don't know how I feel about going through this and potentially picking me. Uh, so let's let's just see how it uh, plays out. Uh, I have Kyler Murray going up against San Francisco, which is a pretty good matchup. And then uh, Peter has Kirk Cousins going against Baltimore. So it all depends on, for that one, how well Baltimore plays. Are they going to play like they played against the Chargers, or are they going to play like they played against the Bengals? Uh, they are coming off a bye, so they are a little healthy. We have some key people back on defense like uh, Derek Wolf, and there's other people as well that are coming back that's really going to help out Baltimore overall but and Kyler Murray is banged up and he is kind of questionable but I did pick up a uh, Ryan Tannehill uh this week on the waivers so if it's a healthy Kyler Murray against the Kirk Cousins I'm picking Kyler here to score more uh if it's Ryan Tannehill for me against Kirk Cousins it's going to be interesting uh, it could be a close one where they could potentially be like one or two points difference there. But as of right now, I'm picking Kyler Murray over Cousins. Uh, so next, for first off, for the wide receiver matchups for Peter, he has T. Higgins. He's going up against the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns give up the middle of the pack around 36.19 fantasy points in total to opposing wide receivers. I think... Uh, Jamar Chase is going to get majority of those points, but T. Higgins is also a nice play, in my opinion. Uh, but he's going up against my C.D. Lamb, which are going up against the Broncos. And the Broncos give up 33.23 uh, fantasy points to opposing uh, wide receivers. But I think that's going to change a little bit, uh, especially with Vaughn Miller out. I think it's going to create a lot less pressure to the quarterback. And uh, if Dak's back, that's great. It's really going to help out uh, C.D. Lamb. But even if Rush is back there, Rush uh, showed a good bit that he could potentially continue uh, to help out the wide receivers uh, for fantasy here, even with the running back. So I'm picking C.D. Lamb here. He just has a better overall year so far than T. Higgins. Uh, but that's where it kind of, kind of gets a little interesting here. Uh, next wide receiver matchup off the board, you have by Jacoby Myers. Going up against uh, the Panthers. Uh, in the Panthers, if I can find their 
name. The Panthers give up 35.88, so once again, a middle-of-the-pack team. But Jacoby Myers still has yet to have uh, a touchdown reception on the year, and that's what's kind of bothering me about him. I mean, he gets his targets, he gets yards, uh, but he hasn't yet gotten into the end zone in his career. But then uh, on the other side, uh, Peter has uh, Cordell Patterson, and he is going up against the Saints. And the Saints give up 42.26, and that's kind of one of the highest. I think that's uh, top five to giving up the most points towards uh, opposing wide receivers. And I don't know how well he's going to do with now teams starting to game, game plan against the Falcons with having Ridley out. They're mainly going to probably be focusing on Patterson and a lot of pits. So I'm kind of curious on how well that's going to play out. Cordell Patterson's been blowing up, but Ridley has really been on the field for that uh, stint of time. So I'm curious about how well he's going to do here. Uh, but if I had to pick someone for this matchup, it's going to be Cordell Patterson. Uh, for the final wide receiver matchup, uh, Peter has Chase Claypool playing against the Bears. And the Bears give up 41.16, so it's still high over there. Uh, and then I have Cole Beasley playing against the Jaguars, and they give up 39.23. Uh, and uh, the Buffalo Bills are starting to become like the uh, team that compares to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with uh, having three wide receivers over there, and they're all pretty good. One could uh, potentially blow up, and the other two have an all right day. And so that's what the Buffalo Bills are seeing now. Last week, it was Cole Beasley. He went off. Uh, then uh, Diggs had an all right game, and Sanders didn't have anything. He got zero points. That's one of the reasons that I think I lucked out last week in beating Josh. Uh, so in Pittsburgh, Big Ben just looks terrible. Uh, so if I had to pick someone here, I, I'd feel more confident about playing Cole Beasley over Chase Claypool. So I'm going Beasley here. Uh, first running back matchups off the board. I have Najee Harris going up against the Bears. So the Bears give uh, like a bottom half of the points towards running backs. Uh, they give up 22.96, but Najee's uh, like a top four running back this year. And then uh, Peter has Aaron Jones going up against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs give up 24.78. So they're kind of close. Uh, but for Aaron Jones, he's not going to really have the game that he had last week because uh, Devontae Adams is back. MVS should be there. And uh, Lazard should be back as well. So they're going to have a bunch of options there. Uh, and Najee, in my opinion, is the one guy you want to play for Pittsburgh. So it's going to be a close one. Aaron Jones is going to be involved in the passing game, but so is Najee. Uh, so this is kind of a toss-up here. So if I had to pick one, I do like... I just like Najee more better because he's been more consistent throughout the year. Uh, and he, everybody knows his role. And Aaron Jones' role seems like it's been going back and forth uh, with injuries and... Uh, COVID and all that jazz. So I'm going uh, Harris here. Uh, for the next running back matchup, Peter has uh, Ezekiel Elliott going up against the Broncos. And the Broncos give up 21.64. Like I said, Vaughn Miller is not there anymore. And I haven't really heard from Bradley Chubb this year. 
uh, as much. So, gotta keep an eye out on that one to see how well their defense is going to hold up. So, I think Zeke is going to have a better game than what the stats are showing. Uh, then I have Josh Jacobs going up against the Giants, and the Giants give up 24.86. So he has a good matchup too, but I'm not going to pick him over Zeke. So Zeke has this one. Uh, give me a second. I have to show Peter's bench here. Uh, ooh, it's not looking good. So Peter right now has George Kittle in, and it has him showing uh, double, triple zeros. Here. So I don't know if he's in or out. I think he is projected to come back this week. And if that's the case, he's going up against the Arizona Cardinals. And the Cardinals give up uh, 6.31 fantasy points to opposing tight end. So it's not looking good matchup wise. So maybe if Carol, uh, the 49ers are seeing this. They're like, ah, it's not a good matchup for him. He is banged up. Might let him sit out another week. Uh, Peter did not have, well, he has Seals Jones, uh, but he's on bye. So he's going to have to uh, stream a tight end on the waivers uh, for this week. And streaming tight end waivers, it's it's really hit or miss. And it's, it's not fun. I got lucky somehow. Uh, but I have Zach Ertz going up against the 49ers. And the 49ers give up 9.79 fantasy points to opposing uh, tight ends. So if I had to pick one, uh, I need to see George Kittle back a little bit. He's been having a shaky year uh, when he was healthy. Uh, with Debo out there blowing up, getting majority of the looks, targets the big games. Uh, so I'm going to pick Zach Ertz here. He was also close last week to scoring twice. He caught two balls when they were on the opponent's 40-ish. It goes down on like the five. Uh, so he's he's close to the end zone. And he seems to be a big part of the offense in my opinion. And he's just been having so far, like the past three weeks, he's been having uh, solid weeks. Uh, so let's go down to the flex. There are two running backs here, so it'll be a little easier to uh, talk about. You got Peter's uh, Herbert, uh, the the Bears running back. The Bears are going up against Pittsburgh Steelers, and they give up 19.57. So his uh, week doesn't look too promising, but he has been doing great when he has been out there, especially when Montgomery has been out. And I have Williams going up against the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers give up 24.03, uh, and they let go of Smith. This past week, I mean, it's not really that big uh, of an impact for their defense. He wasn't very good. Hence why he got cut by Dallas. So it, I'm going off the numbers here, and I'm going to pick Williams to outscore Herbert off the numbers. I'm pretty sure I added my defense in there, but I, ha I guess I didn't. Uh, so... You got to add eight points to my projection. So I have 118.88 to Peter's 100. Say he picks up someone off the waivers and he's projected seven. So he would have 112-ish points to my 118. So if I had to pick someone to win this week, I would 
man, I really don't want to pick me. Because I haven't picked me all year, and I don't know how I feel about it. But you know what? I guess I'll go ahead and give me my first pick to me this year. I picked pretty much everybody else at least once. So might as well give me a little shout out there. So I win that one, hopefully. It'd be nice. It gets me out of the keg race. Uh, but I do play uh, I do play uh, CJ the last week before playoffs. So that's also a huge game for me. I got to pull that one through. Uh, next uh, game that is up, you got Super Lamario, which is team member of Zach. He is 4-4. Four four. He's projected to score 126.98. That's a good amount. And he's going up against Timmy Two Cubes, which he is team owner of Timmy. He's also 4-4. Four four. Like I said, he's only like two points away from taking Zach's uh, spot, I believe. Or maybe that was someone else. Either way, someone... Oh, no, that was uh, Struss, I believe. Struss is two points away because it shows Timmy is sixth right now. So, but he's also close. But he's projected 110.84. Yahoo has Zach favored 63%. So let's go ahead and get into the quarterback matchup here. It's kind of kind of wild here. You got Lamar Jackson for Zach. Uh, he's going up against Minnesota, and he's saying he's feeling refreshed uh but then on the other side you have timmy's uh Tua tagovailoa going up against houston and houston gives up all right points to opposing quarterbacks and lamar jackson's like a top four fantasy quarterback this year so i'll go lamar here based off his running ability and what we've seen so far uh first wide receiver matchup off the board you have Zach's Robert Woods going up against the Titans. And the Titans, I believe, give up the most fantasy points to opposing uh, wide receivers in 47.1. So that is huge. That is a great plus right there. Bonus points for Zach. Uh, to Tim's Keenan Allen going up against the Eagles. And the Eagles give up 28.19. Uh, so it's not a good matchup there uh, for Keenan but a huge one for Robert Woods. I'm just going to go ahead with the numbers and pick Woods over Keenan. Uh, second wide receiver matchup off the board, you got Tim's Jerry Judy going up against the boys. Uh, and the boys give up 38.56 fantasy points. So it's always like a good competition uh, for the wide receivers there going up against Dallas. Uh, and Zach has Brandon Cooks going up against the Dolphins. And the Dolphins give up 43.8. So Zach, once again, has another great matchup on his side. Jerry Judy is coming back from his injury. He didn't do too well last week. Uh, he's still trying to get back into the rhythm. And I think it might take another week uh, to do that. So, And Brandon Cooks is having a great year so far, in my opinion. And... You know what? And his matchup is huge right now. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Brandon Cooks over Jerry Judy. Uh, next and final wide receiver matchup off the board. You got Zach's Jalen Waddle going up against the Houston Texans. And the Texans, if I can find them, the Texans are a terrible team. Terrible, terrible. Why can't I find them? That's how bad they are. Uh, right here. They give up 35.5 fantasy points to opposed to wide receivers, and that is probably like 
dead in the middle of like matchup wise. It's not good. It's not bad. Uh, in terms, uh, Kadarius Tony going up against uh, the highly uh, distracted mentally Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are having a bunch of problems right now. Uh, they lost their head coach. Now they lost uh, their number one wide receiver. So it's not good. And the Raiders give up 29.63 fantasy points to opposed wide receivers. So Timmy's uh, matchups are not good this week for his wide receivers. And Zach's, the first two are good. Waddle's in the middle. Uh, so I don't know. I like Tony. And Parker's back for Miami, and he took up a good bit, so I'm kind of worried about Waddle. If I had to pick someone, I think I might go Tony here, just because Tony's been having that, uh, just, he's getting a lot of, uh, praise around all these fantasy, uh, podcasts and NFL podcasts I listen to. Waddle's not really getting that much, especially when Parker comes back and has a good game. So I'm picking Tony here. Uh, first running back matchup off the board is Tim's uh, Alvin Kamara going up against the Falcons and they're also having trouble too. Falcons give up 26.67 uh, face points to opposing running backs so that's a decent matchup right there but then Zach has Austin Eckler going up against the Eagles and the Eagles are in my opinion not a very good team and they give up 28.51 fantasy points uh, so you know what? Uh, I'm picking I'm picking Alvin Kamara here. I know he doesn't have as good as a matchup as Eckler, but Eckler has a bunch of weapons around him. Alvin Kamara just lost their quarterback in uh, Jameis Winston, and if Taysom Hill's there, I don't think he's going to be lighting up the world and throwing deep balls and all that jazz. So I really think Alvin Kamara is going to be needed here to beat the Falcons and used heavily in the run and passing game. He got your, your boy back there, uh, Mark Ingram, to be his hype man once again. That gives him two points right there. Uh, for the next running back matchup, you have Zach's Michael Carter, which had a huge week last week, especially if you all, if someone played uh, Mike White. That would have been a crazy start, but he's going up against the Colts today and the Colts give up 17.93 so it's not very good matchup for Carter here and then uh I think it's the same for Tim's Tim has uh Damian Harris going up against uh the Panthers and the Panthers give up 14.94 I think that might be the worst matchup for a running back this year so those two are not very good if I have to go off the year so far of who's had a better year, I'm going to have to pick Harris here. Harris has been doing good, and Carter had technically one huge blow-up game, and it was last week, and I don't know how well it's going to transfer over this uh, week, so I'm picking Harris here. Uh, the tight end matchups here, you got Tim's uh, Dalton Schultz, Going up against Zach's Mark Andrews. I'm not going to really get into the numbers and all that jazz. Mark Andrews is the number one scoring fantasy tight end so far this year. And I'm just going to pick him. And that's all we're going to say about that. Uh, but for the next matchup here, uh, for the flex position, uh, you got a running back and a wide receiver, so I'm not going to get too worried in the numbers here. 
Uh, you got Tim's Elijah Mitchell and Zach's uh, Devontae Smith. So, I mean, Elijah Mitchell had a good game last week and the week before. Uh, but he is a little banged up. And uh, what's his name? Wilson or something is coming back off injury. So he might be used a lot. If I did look at the numbers to help me out a little bit, Arizona Cardinals uh, give up 20.86. Not very good matchup. Uh, and the Chargers uh, for Devontae Smith's matchup gives up 25.69 in total fantasy points to wide receivers. So these matchups aren't very good. If I had to pick someone, it would probably be Mitchell here. And then the defense is always a toss-up. Uh, so you know what? I gave one to Zach, two, three, four. So it's kind of evenly split. But I do think matchup-wise and... Uh, having the number one tight end, that helps. So I'm picking Zach over Tim here. But Zach just needs to score a, a lot more points to help him solidify him being in the playoffs. Uh, so let's go to the third matchup of the Dizay. Adjust my screen here. You got Bushlight Matters, which is team owner of Josh, going up against... Uh, pickup man, which is Struss. This is kind of a close game here. Struss is projected 123.68, and Josh is projected 122.61. Uh, Struss is favored 51% from Yahoo. So off the bat right there, you already know it's going to be a close one. And just looking at it, it looks filthy to try to decide who's going to win here. I think, in my opinion, these two might be the best overall teams, in my opinion. Uh, so, Struss has, to start it off, Struss has Matthew Stafford going up against Josh's Josh Allen. Wow, Josh Allen, I think, is the number one quarterback so far this year. So, I'm going with Josh here, but Matthew Stafford is having a great season so far. Uh, he's in the top 10. So, this is, once again, a tough matchup here. Man, I'm also uh, doing some shock therapy to my shoulder here. So, ooh, turned it up a little bit. Uh, so, for the first wide receiver matchup off the board, man, these are two big names. You got Struss's Cooper Cup going up against the Titans, and the Titans uh, give up, like I already said earlier, the number one uh, fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So, he already off the get-go, is already up there. Pretty much a lock. Uh, then Josh's uh, D-Hop. He's going up against the 49ers, and they give up 32.81. Hopkins is a little banged up. He doesn't have the matchup. And Cooper Cup's the number one wide receiver, so I'm sticking with him. Uh, for the next wide receiver matchup off the board, you have Josh's A.J. Brown going against uh, Struss's uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, they Landry and company are going up against the Bengals. And they give up a decent amount, 37.6. And Odell Beckham is not practicing. He's probably going to be cut here soon. 
but he's going up against AJ Brown and he's lighting up. Yeah, he is going up against the Rams. And the Rams give up middle of the pack and points to 36 even. But AJ Brown is the number one there. Even if Julio plays or not, Brown has been going off. So I'm picking Brown here. Next wide receiver matchup in the final one is uh, Josh's Justin Jefferson, which is going up against Baltimore. And they give up 33.93. So it's not a very good matchup for him in that department. And then Strauss has Marquise Brown going up against Minnesota. And they give up 39.69 uh, fantasy points. So... You know what? I'm kind of curious of how much uh, Bateman is going to come into factor in Marquise Brown's uh, fantasy value or productivity. And so, man, this is a tough one because they're kind of close. And I kind of feel like Justin Jefferson is going to be followed by uh, Marlon Humphrey. So I think I'm going to go with Marquise Brown here. Uh for the first running back matchup off the board, you got Struss's Joe Mixon going up against the Brownies. And the Brownies give up 19.26 fantasy points. And Josh has Chase Edmonds going up against uh, the 49ers, which they give up 21.81. Uh, it kind of sucks for Edmonds because he's really involved in the pass game and whatnot. But once they get in the goal line, they've been giving it to Connor. I really don't like that if I was a Edmonds owner but Edmonds does get points but if I had to pick someone I'm going Mixon I'm a huge fan of Mixon especially with this Cleveland team that offensively they're not really moving the ball it's been kind of weird uh especially the last game it was kind of funky uh next running back matchup here it's a pretty cool one uh, you got Josh's Dalvin Cook oh it turned off Josh's Dalvin Cook going up against Nick Chubb. Cook is going up against Baltimore, and they give up 26.59 fantasy points to opposing running backs. And uh, the Bengals, the Bengals give up 27.53. So these are both great matchups for these running backs. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I would kind of see Cook having a better day than Chubb, so I'm picking Cook here. Uh, tight end matchups here. Kind of interesting. Josh has Kyle Pitts. Like I said earlier, Calvin really is uh, so far not playing football. And that means a bunch of teams are just going to lock up Pitts or uh, Patterson. And I I don't like it, even if his matchup is good. And Darren Waller, uh, I think his uh, numbers are going to start to go up since Ruggs is out. So I'm picking Waller here. Don't even really need to look at the stats. Uh but here we go for the final matchup here. It's the flex position. You got a running back and a wide receiver, so the numbers would vary. Uh, so Struss has Javante Williams going up against Dallas. Don't really like that matchup there. It's going to be more of a passing work. And then uh, Josh is Emmanuel Sanders. It's all about which, which wide receiver wants to show up. And you know what? I think it will be Sanders this week over Beasley. So I think I'm going to pick Sanders here over Williams. So if I had to pick someone, I picked Allen, I picked Cup, I picked Brown, I picked the other Brown, I picked Mixon, Cook, Waller, Sanders. So they're kind of even in my uh, pickums here. 
So if I had to pick someone, I'm going to probably go with Zach Struss here just because he has that Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup uh, connection there. That's kind of dangerous in my opinion. You got a top 10 fantasy quarterback in the number one overall fantasy wide receiver. So that is huge bonus points right there. So I'm picking Struss for this one. Uh, going up to my next matchup here, which is kind of, ooh, I feel bad. And this is why I, we'll figure out why I said Todd's starting to creep into the keg race here. So, we already know Todd's in this one. The Meta Knights, uh, they're projected 85.06. Uh, he's going to have to also stream a tight end because right now he has Hawkinson in and he has no one on his bench. So, it's not, not looking good so far for Todd. And he's going up against Vagtastic Voyage which is team owner of CJ. Uh, right now, CJ's projected to score 122.58 to Todd's 85.06. 79% favored for CJ. All right. So CJ has Joe Burrow going up against Cleveland, and Burrow's up there. I think he's in the top 12. And then going up against Dak Prescott, they're going up against Denver. Uh, if he's healthy, that's sweet. I don't think they're really going to try to force him back if he's not good. So if he plays, he'll he'll definitely score more than Joe Burrow, in my opinion. But if he doesn't, I wonder who Todd has for quarterback. He has no one as well, so you would have to stream that one. Uh, so I'm picking Prescott here. The first wide receiver matchup off here is Todd's <clears throat> Devontae Ooh, struggling here. I need some more water. God. Deontay Johnson going against CJ's Tyreek Hill. Hill's going against the Packers, and the Packers give up not that much, 33.05 to opposing wide receivers. And Johnson's going up against the Bears. The Bears give up 41.16, so I like the matchup, and I'm kind of worried about picking Hill. Because how shaky Patty Mahomes has been this year. And Johnson has a better matchup this week. So I... Oh. It's a tough one. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Hill had a huge game this week. But I think Johnson's going to be more involved. And it's the easier defense to go up against the Packers are a team it's going to be tough to keep up with them in my opinion they could be the number one team in the league especially when everybody's healthy so you know what I'm picking Johnson here I'm going to be a little frisky uh, next wide receiver matchup is uh, CJ's Diggs going up against the Jaguars and they give up 39.23 fantasy points and Todd has uh, Chenault Jr. Going up against Buffalo. Oh, man. All of Buffalo's numbers are just in the red. That's just because their defense is on fire this year. So I am not picking Chenault here. That defense is going to tear them up. Digs by a mile for CJ. Uh, the next wide receiver matchup here is it's got a, it's kind of a funky one. CJ's Mike Williams, which he hasn't been doing really diddly. 
the past two, three weeks. Uh, I mean, he's going up against the Eagles, and the Eagles give up not that many points. 28.19 in total to opposing wide receivers. So that's not good, and he's already shaky as it is recently. And then you got Todd's Julio Jones going up against the Rams, which has even more firepower now. They give up the middle of the pack at 36, and Jones has been banged up, so it's kind of hard to, it's really hard to pick anybody. Man, I kind of just want to give this a tie and move on, because this is just not fun. Oh, yeah, I'm giving this one a tie. It's just too hard to determine who's going to have a better day. Is it going to be Mike Williams, who's healthy, but been who knows where, and a banked-up Julio Jones, which he tries to play and then sits out two, three quarters. It's not fun. On to the next one. So let's just start off with the running backs. Uh, you got CJ Zach Moss going up against the Jags, and they give up 22.86. It's all depend on which running back is featured this week. Uh, to Todd's James Conner. Now, oh, man. It, it's, he's so touchdown dependent. And I picked against him last week, and he scores two touchdowns. This is because he's in the red zone. And the 49ers, which who they're going up against, gives up 21.81. This one sucks, too. Uh, Zach Moss or James Conner. You know what? I'm, a, I'm just going to pick James Conner. If he gets a single touchdown and a couple yards and a catch or two, that's definitely going to beat Zach Moss, unless he's the feature back this week. So there's that. Next running back matchup here. Man, this is y'all are giving me a fun one to talk about. This matchup is just so fun to talk about. I think after the quarterbacks, it just damn near went downhill. Uh, CJ has uh, Boston Scott going up against the Chargers. And the Chargers give up 28.04. So it's not bad, but his last week what's going to happen this week is he going to be the feature back or is it going to be Gainwell or is it going to be Jordan Howard I just I don't get it what's going on there and since they're running the ball a bunch now why didn't they do that when Miles Sanders was healthy it just Philly just confuses the shit out of me I just don't understand what they're doing I, I can't figure it out uh, and then you got Chuba Hubbard uh, what is Christian? I think Christian McCaffrey is projected to come back. So you know what? I'll do it. I'll do either way. Either way, I'm picking Hubbard or McCaffrey. Whichever one's in, they're going to beat uh, Boston Scott. Uh, tight end matchup here. I don't. It doesn't matter who Todd picks up in the waivers. Uh, it's not beating CJ's Travis Kelsey, the number two tight end in fantasy this year. So, we can just move on. Whoever you pick, good luck. Uh, but, yeah. So, let's finish up with the flex position here. Uh, and they're two wide receivers, so this makes it more fun. You got CJ's Tyler Boyd going up against the Browns. And the Browns, like I said earlier, 36.19, middle of the pack. And then Todd has Kenny Galladay, if he plays, hopefully, going up against 
the Raiders, and they give up 29.63s. Not very good. Uh, but if he is out there, I think he might have a better day than Boyd. Ever since T. Higgins came back, Boyd has just not been having uh, fantasy-relevant games this year. Uh, so, yeah, when in doubt, I'm just going to stay with Yahoo here and pick CJ. And I hate to say it, but if CJ wins and I lose and it's another three-way tie and then it goes to points, I'm just going to be hating life again. And then I just have to wait to play CJ and hopefully someone on his team gets COVID. I would say gets hurt, but I don't want to wish that on anybody. It just gets COVID that week. I hope it's the whole team does. Because I really, really don't want to buy the keg. Like I said, if I have to buy the keg, I'm getting that fireball keg. The new thing that they came out with. We're all going to be a little toasted on draft night. Going to have to keep the pitcher away from CJ so he just doesn't die. Uh, for a final matchup here, this is kind of interesting. little thing here uh, with Eric's team. Really wondering how he's going to play this. Uh, Flint Tropics, team owner of Eric, projected 107.74. Going up against the number one man, JT. He's at 7-1. He's projected 128.67. And I think this might be the game. Eric might drop out of the playoffs. Unless he still... I think he's still up a lot with uh, total points scored on the year. So he might be all right. Mm. So Yahoo has JT favored 67%. Uh, let's go off to the first matchup here. So he has... Uh, JT has Patrick Mahomes going up against Green Bay going up against Taysom Hill for Eric uh, at Atlanta so if he passes uh, his COVID protocol or uh, not COVID I was just looking at Rogers that said COVID uh, his concussion protocol that is a great start I kind of wanted to pick him up but I thought uh, when in doubt if I needed a quarterback Brian Tannehill would have a huge game because he's going to be needed. Uh, but Hill is still huge. Uh, when he uh, started last year, he started four weeks last year, and he was the number one fantasy QB. So you know what? I'm going to pick Taysom Hill here if he is playing. And uh, I know it's over Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes has not been having the year anybody predicted. So I don't, I don't know which... Uh, Patty No Homes is going to show up. I don't know. So let's just go down to the next wide receiver matchup. When I said that, it reminded me of uh, the footballers calling him Patrick Apartments or something. That was pretty funny. Uh, first wide receiver matchup off the board. I'm not going to get into it that much with this one. Uh, you got JT's Debo Samuel, which is the number two fantasy wide receiver. He's just going off. I don't care about the matchup. And Eric's uh, DJ Moore. He's been coming down recently the past two weeks. So it's not been looking good. Sam Darnold's been looking poopy. So I'll go Debo here. No question about it. Uh, this one, on the other hand, uh, Eric's Jamar Chase going up against uh, the Brownies. And the Brownies give up 36.19 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. And uh, Cooper Amari Cooper going up against... The Broncos and the Broncos give up 33.23 points. So, 
I'm picking Chase here. Uh, Cooper has the potential to do so and outscore Chase, depending on how uh, the Bengals do this week against the Bears or the Browns. And is Amari um, Cooper going to start showing up more like he did last week? He did all right last week. Uh, he's only really done something the first week and then last week. So there's been a huge stretch of doing all right, not really booming like Chase has been. But I'm going Chase here. Uh, next wide receiver matchup, you got JT's Adam Thielen going up against Eric's ew, Marvin Jones. Uh, we already talked about it when we talked about Todd's uh, Chenault. Buffalo is just all red. It's just terrible matchup-wise. Definitely not picking Jones. Picking Thielen. Thielen's like the number 12. He is going up against Baltimore, and it's not that great of a matchup. So who knows? Thielen might be guarded by Humphreys. Whichever wide receiver uh, on Miami or uh, Minnesota that Humphreys is all over, they're not going to have a good good day. The other one might. Averitt kind of blows. So picking Adam Thielen here. Uh, first running back matchup here. You got JT's Jonathan Taylor going up against Eric's McNichols. Nope, not really going to get into the numbers here either. Uh, JT has it with uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's like the top three, maybe number two running back on the year so far in points scored. Uh, and he's going up against the Jets. The Jets are god-awful. Unless my man Mike White, he shows up. That'd be great. And McNichols, I don't know what McNichols is going to do. Eric might have just spent all this money on McNichols uh, when Peterson is just going to get majority of the work. Or someone, I forget who picked him up, uh, who picked up Peterson, uh, spent all that money, and McNichols gets all the work. So we shall see. Uh, <laughs> next Friday back matchup, you got JT's Henderson Jr., which wins over whatever his first name is, Gore, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's an all right play. He did great last week, but who knows what he's going to do this week, if he's going to be used more, or is it going to be Williams? Who who knows? But Henderson has been one of my favorite fantasy players this year. I have him in another league, and he's just – JT can tell you this. He's damn near Mr. Reliable. We have not worried about him, really, other than when he was hurt the second through the fourth week or what's whatever. But when he's out there, if we just play him, we don't have to worry about him because he's, he's going to get average to almost above average fantasy points, and we're all right with that. Uh, we'd rather get average in the middle than not enough. So let's go down to the tight ends. Uh, you got Eric's... Uh, Dallas Goddard going up against JT's uh, Mike Jasicki. Uh Houston gives up a good amount of points to the tight ends here. And Dallas Goddard's all right, in my opinion. He's fine. He's a fine, solid tight end. But if I got I'm going with the matchup here. I'm going with Mike Jasicki, uh against Houston. Then Dallas Goddard going up against uh, the Chargers, which the Chargers give up. Man, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm still going Jasicki. Uh Goddard does have a good matchup. The Chargers give up 17.31 fantasy points to opposing tight ends. That's because they go against Travis Kelsey and Andrews. And Goddard isn't really in that boat, but still. 
I don't think they went up against the Raiders, too. So, and Waller, not comparing Goddard to those three, but it's probably why the numbers are so high. So, I'm picking Jasicki here. Hopefully, he shows up. This one's kind of fun, too. JT has, uh, for the flex, two wide receivers, so it's kind of fun. Cortland Sutton going up against Dallas, which is a great matchup. Uh, I believe number-wise, if I can find the Cowboys, they give up 38.56 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So that is good for him, good for Judy. I think it's better for Sutton because Sutton is healthy and Judy's still coming back, so they might use him a little bit more until Judy feels comfortable. And then uh, you have Eric's uh, Pittman going up against the Jets. The Jets don't really give up that many fantasy points. They have 32.3 to opposing wide receivers. So, I think Taylor's going to be the main focus going up against the Jets than uh, Pittman. So, you know what? I'm going to stick with the numbers and what I think. Uh, I think it's going to be Sutton over Pittman. Uh, when in doubt, it doesn't matter who I pick for the flex. I don't think the flex uh, matchup here is going to be the one that determines it. It's going to be all the rest. All the running backs, wide receiver, pretty much JT's whole team is just going to uh, wash Eric's team. So JT takes this one by a landslide. So I believe that is my last matchup of the Dizay. It is. That was fun, everybody. I hope you all have a great weekend. Hopefully your team stays healthy and stay golden. Catch you all next week.